Welcome to Rising Femme, a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Rising Femme with Monique Harding. I am so grateful to have you here and to be in your ears. Today, we are chatting about business on your terms. Now, this is something that I could probably riff on with you for a good, I reckon, six-hour party or so. Um, It's obviously very aligned to my movement, my mission of supporting more female business owners to align their businesses with their strengths. And today, I really want to give you some practical examples, three hacks that you can use to realign your business with you because who wouldn't want a more U-shaped business, right? Okay, before we get into it, I want to chat context for a little bit. I'm going to assume that the majority of you listening, you play in the online space in some way, shape or form. Maybe you're a coach, maybe you're a consultant, a service provider. Now, if you are a consultant to, you know, corporate, to businesses where you're going out, you're delivering workshops, this still applies to you because I imagine that a big part of your marketing is probably through channels channels such as Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, etc. The online world, it is more saturated than ever before. And we know that the introduction of AI tools like ChatGPT, they have the potential for us to really just drown in a sea of sameness. I can read a ChatGPT generated email from a mile away. You can tell in terms of the language. Now, I am sure that that will continue to get better, more sophisticated. People will just, it's not even that the tool is not there yet. I think it's just that people don't quite know how to necessarily use the tool to help teach it around, you know, your tonality and the way that you naturally express yourself, but that will continue to get better and better. But even like, regardless of that, you know, we're seeing an online space, we're seeing a business environment now, if we talk more broadly, where customers are more discerning and critical than ever before. So in order for you to succeed You need that alignment in terms of your energy, your embodiment, and your messaging. It's just not going to cut it anymore otherwise. Now, I know if you're listening to this podcast, you are one of those discerning 
business owners, right? Those discerning purchases in the market. And maybe you've had some not so great experiences yourself, right? You've been pulled into the incredible pretty marketing and you've followed somebody or maybe you've gone a step further and purchased a product only to find a total mismatch, right? The marketing looks great, the messaging is on point, and then you go into the course, the program, you meet the person, and it just feels like there is complete disparity, no connection whatsoever, and you leave wildly disappointed. Now, my mission is to break free from the mold and the five-step how-tos that keep us in this cycle of disempowerment. And I want to guide you back to building and scaling your version of a strengths-driven business. And we're going to start with that today. So today I'm going to take you through three focus areas that you can work on realignment for yourself. Now, these are three really common areas that I would support my clients through in our work together and quite early on in the process as well. So let's get into it. Now, the first is I want you to think about how you like to connect. So what is your default connection style? Are you a DNMR? Are you the deep and meaningful one-on-one style? You want the depth, like you find someone at the dinner party, you want to know all about them, give me the depth, couldn't care less about engaging with the, the other people at the table. Or perhaps you are more of a party group kind of gal. You know, you like bringing people together. You like um, bouncing conversation off each other. I want you to consider this in your sales process. So example, one-on-one is going to be more reflective of say a value call kind of model, somewhere where you can intimately get to know the person, you can form a deeper connection. Whereas that group style of communication is going to be more aligned to a live launch masterclass kind of big energy situation. And this is just one really simple way. As I say, I I guide my clients through how to use their connection style in all sorts of ways within their offerings as well. This is just you isolating it in terms of looking at your sales process. So for your offerings for 2024, how did you come to decide the way that you would be launching them? You know, is it that you have somewhere been taught that a freebie download is the best way to sell somebody into a nurture sequence, uh, upsell them into another mid-tier offering, and then eventually they'll move through your offer suite into a higher ticket? Or have you worked with a coach maybe before who has guided you through the value call model? And so you decided that that was the right model for you. Perhaps you've watched a lot of people in the business space use more of a masterclass type model. Now, just because that is working for other people doesn't mean that the energy alignment exists within you. So I really want you to consider that and the different options that you have. Now, I've obviously just given you two different 
scenarios there in terms of like one-on-one versus like that party group. Um, There's a whole other realm of different communication styles as well, but that just gives you a little bit of a taster as to, you know, to get you started thinking about this and how you might utilize it within your sales process. The second way that I use this in working with my clients is we start to think about what is your preferred mode of communication. So think about all of the different ways that you can communicate with your ideal client. You know, we've got audio, you know, verbal communication, podcasts, what I'm doing now. Obviously, I consider that a strength of mine. Girl loves a chat. Um, Then we've got video. Uh, There's some really beautiful skilled writers out there. Um, Maybe you're more of a visual um, expressor. Uh, Thinking about what is your preferred way that you communicate with people and build a hero piece of content around this that can be repurposed and leveraged. Now, this is kind of something that uh, is typically quite new to the majority of my coaching clients. You know, they tend to come to me feeling pretty fatigued with their marketing. They've been trying to do all of the things. They're showing up on stories. They're writing carousels. They're doing the B-roll reels. They've got a blog. They're telling me that it would might be a good idea to launch a podcast. Um, and they're always quite surprised when, you know, my response to that is, well, what way do you like to communicate? Which of those feels more easeful for you? And then I help them design a strategy around utilizing just that one piece of recording, writing to inform those other ways of communication. And you can totally do that too. You know, every week I just record this podcast and then my team repurposes the content that I speak about in the podcast into carousels, into emails, into LinkedIn posts. You know, so I'm working smarter, not harder, and I'm working to my strengths. The podcast feels really enjoyable, whereas me sitting down to write a blog, that would feel quite fatiguing. You know, I almost takes me flashbacks to university, I think. Um, And so, yeah, consider working with your natural flow when it comes to your preferred way, your preferred mode of communication. And finally, the third way that you can use your strengths to realign your business with you is thinking about what is your lifestyle goal? I had a a new client session today, actually, and before we got into anything related to her business, my first question to her was around, you know, what is it that you want your week to look like? Do you want to work five days? Do you want to work part-time? How do you want to start your day? What time do you want to finish? Do you want to work from home? Do you want to travel? How much travel? You know, we got really crystal clear on what she wants her dream desire reality to look like. And yeah, it was just so beautiful, her reflecting back to me that no other coach has ever asked her that, you know, they don't start with that. They typically go straight to that revenue question, right? Of like, how much money do you want to make? And it was really apparent uh, because we started in that place. Then when we went to talk about 
the the revenue side of things, it wasn't necessarily that she was looking to increase her revenue. She's been sitting pretty sweet at about 300K and she can sustain that currently. What our piece of work together is more around refining her offers and shifting more from a, a bespoke consulting model into a bit more of a not not non-personalized, but just taking what she does kind of repetitively with a lot of clients and packaging it up into offerings so that we can start to automate pieces of it and we can start to actually sell in offerings rather than that consulting time for money type of transaction. So she just will get a little bit more predictability in terms of her revenue and ultimately just a a higher return on investment and more leverage from her skill set. But really getting clear on that lifestyle goal, I think is paramount. You know, most of us, money isn't everything. A lot of us started our businesses for more time to work school hours, to set our own hours. Yet we end up with structures and offerings that don't really allow us to do that. So starting at that place, I think is, is really important. And if you haven't started at that place and you, you know, you're a more seasoned business owner listening to this, I would really encourage you to ask those questions for yourself of 2024. What do you want it to look like? It might not be something that you can do immediately. However, there's always little tweaks uh, and changes that you can start to make that are going to have a ripple effect, a compounding effect that might mean that in by quarter two of the calendar year, that things look really, really differently to you. But ultimately, what I want you to use that lifestyle goals piece for is to inform your offering structure. So if you want that, you know, lifestyle where you have lots of flexibility, you don't want to be on calls, then perhaps having more of an evergreen suite of programs or a course type structure may be more for you. Or maybe you really value intimacy with your clients and you, um, but you want that flexibility, then you might look at like Slack coaching only. You might not offer any calls in terms of your offerings and your structures. And then you got to get really good at messaging that, right? At getting behind and, you know, getting sold on yourself first and your offerings so that you can align that with your ideal client. Now, I just want to say and caveat this entire episode that these are just three really isolated components, obviously. Now, in my work with my coaching clients, we work through a really lengthy process around this. So it's actually where we start the majority of times. Um, It's a process that I've designed called discovering your standout edge. So we look to define your edge and then how we can reflect that in terms of your strategy. I always start there and then integrate that with the mapping of your ideal client persona, their psychographics, so that we develop this beautiful union of where the two meet so that, you know, clients' needs are getting met um, and also your needs as a, a business owner, as a mama, as a wife, as a friend, as a lover of life, as a surfer, as somebody who likes to exercise, as an adventurer, as a, you know, whatever other roles, hats that you that you wear. Uh, so obviously this will fit within a broader, bigger strategy, but I thought even just sharing these three little hacks could be a, a nice little inspo potty for you guys as you start to 
plan for 2024. As always, please reach out if you would love to be coached by me in the next year. I would absolutely love to have a little voice memo conversation with you over on the gram. Uh, You can reach me at at Monique Harding underscore. Have a fabulous week and I will see you for another episode of the podcast next week. Catch you soon. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it, and why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniqueharding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love, and I'll see you next week.